Welcome back to On Track Tips. My name is Jason Weiser, and you're listening to Get On Track, Stay On Track, and we're helping your small business one expert at a time. And today, our expert is Andy Lyons. She is marvelous. She is and delicious. <laughs> you have to know Andy to know what I'm talking about. Stick around. We'll explain it later. But today, we're going to be talking about seven business strategies for budding entrepreneurs. If you're a budding entrepreneur, you need to hear this. And you need to hear it from Andy because she's earned her MBA back in 89. She worked several years as a corporate lender for a large national bank. In 92, she left the banking industry, began her entrepreneurial career. From a bootstrapped consulting business to an $8 million VentureBack.com business and a food manufacturing business also funded by Angel Money. She also has a highly interactive online business that was fueled by a charming personality and a strong sense of humor. <laughs> Andy, you totally cracked me up. In her words, she said, it's been wild. It's been an exciting journey. Four businesses she's got under her tiara, and she knows what it's like. She knows what it's like to lay awake at night, wondering where's your next sale gonna come from? What's the best way to launch a product? What resources do you have? Should I use? Who should I trust? Andy Lyons, she knows about business building. She's a brilliant at branding. She's sensational strategic analysis and she's a creative problem solver. And the one thing that I want you to take away from the show today is that Andy provides highly motivated entrepreneurs like yourself with some strategies, some solutions that you're gonna need in order to succeed. So because you're a motivated entrepreneur, I want you to stick around. And Andy, she's got a giveaway for us. It's a special offer, a freebie. I don't care. Call it whatever you want. I'm going to call it an opportunity. She's, a, she's got this fabulous opportunity, and we're going to tell you about it. But it's at the end of the show because I want you to stick around so that you can listen to what this amazing businesswoman entrepreneur has to tell us. Andy Lyons, welcome to the show. Well, hello, Mr. Weiser. What a lovely introduction. And hello to everybody who's watching. I'm so thrilled you're joining us today. Thank you for taking time to join us on this entrepreneurial journey of great strategy and advice. This is going to be so much fun. We've got a lot of stuff planned. We really spent a lot of time in prep on this. So get your pens and papers out or your notepads your, or your Evernote, whatever it is. Today's Twitter chat question. For those of you that know on track tips, you know we use the hashtag on track tips and our Twitter chat question for today is, do you like Twitter chat during an HOA event? I want to pull the audience today and I want to find out because we think this is a great service. It does great for the marketing side of it, but we want you to know what you think. So please head on over to Twitter right now. Use the hashtag on track tips and tell us, yeah, I like Twitter chat during a live HOA or yeah, it's too much. I don't really care so much for it. And of course, we need to keep the lights on. So let's do a little bit of housekeeping and let me tell you about our our uh, sponsor for the day, our sponsor today is brought, or our show today is brought to you by Wiser Sites. That's hosting, domains, websites, and marketing. And we want to invite you today, we're going to give you a special offer today. What I'm going to do is I'm going to waive a migration fee or migration service. What I want to do is if you're on a shared hosting environment right now and you're just not quite happy with your speed or your security or just the way things are working, we'll move you. We'll move you for free over to our dedicated server for more secure, faster environment for your small business, and we're going to waive that fee. Just give me a call, though. It might be right for you. It might not. 231-432-8177. Give me a call right now. Well, not right now. Give me a call in about half an hour. We'll talk about it and uh, and see if this opportunity is good for you. Are you on what on your Are you on WordPress.com? It's time to get over to your self-hosted environment. We can help you take your business to the next level. Get get your own self-hosted uh, website, WiserSites.com. We're your sensible online solution, 
432-8177. And lastly, let's play a little Where's Waldo. What do you think? Okay, who's up for Where's Waldo? Head on over to OnTrackTips.com, and you need to look for something. You know what you're going to look for? The big red button. See if you can find it. First person that can find the big red button and push it is going to get... Well, okay, that was a little bit hypey. But what I want you to do is I want you to head on over to OnTrackTips.com, push the big red button, and tell me what is it you're struggling with in your small business. Let me help you find an expert, an expert like Andy Lyons or Chris Brogan, Guy Kawasaki, Andrea Vall, so many more, Neil Schaefer, the list goes on and on. All right, that's enough of the housekeeping. Here I am, just a big old talking head, and we really want to hear from Andy Lyons. And we want to hear about seven business strategies for budding entrepreneurs. Andy did a fantastic job of giving us Seven bullet points. We're prepared for this, and I hope you guys are too. So let's get going. All right, number one, Andy, tell me about the number one most important or the first one, uh, brand promise. Let me tell you, before you give your business a name, before you create the graphics, before you create a wonderful, vibrant website, you must have a brand promise. And this is the experience, the emotional experience you want your customers or clients to have when they work with you and to me it's the most important part you can even change your name you can change your taglines but it's all about the experience so let me give you an example of my favorite definition of a brand promise and that is a strong brand promise is one that connects your purpose your positioning your strategy your people and your customer experience. It enables you to deliver your brand in a way that connects emotionally with your customers and differentiates your brand. So for me, it's Andy Lish's advice. For FedEx, it's absolutely positively overnight. For Apple, well, you all know what Apple delivers in their brand. And this is what will give you the comfort to know that all those competitors out there, they're your friends because you have already differentiated your business from them because you've brought a unique, compelling, emotional brand promise to your business. Yeah, and so when we're talking about brand, we're not talking just about you know the color of your logo. We're not talking about just a tagline. Like you said, those can change. So help, help, let's sum that up one more time so that people can be really clear on this. What, what is the essence of brand? Brand promise, and that's different than anything else. It's what you're going to promise to deliver to your customers, to your clients, every time consistently when they do business with you. And you have to get very, very clear. It is an emotional experience because by having this, you create evangelists who will go out and share the love of your product or service because they feel emotionally connected with your offering. It's trust. It's intimacy. It's relationship, right? That's what right. that's what we're talking about here. With our and then brand. you move on to the strategy. Then you move on to the tactics and the tools to implement your brand. But boy, you've got to know that emotional pull to end that experience you want folks to have when they think of your work. Yeah. So let's move on to number two. You say um, the second point of business strategy building, uh, know your numbers, cash flow, rules. Oh, it's so true. Whether this comes naturally to you, I mean, I for me, I love quick in QuickBooks. I love numbers. But if it doesn't, get that accountant, get that bookkeeper working those numbers for you. Because if you don't know your numbers, you cannot move your business forward in a way that's going to work. You'll not know where break-even is. You won't know what the return on investment on products and programs are going to be for you. And I also love to suggest having someone 
you know, inspirational and enthusiastic like me to help you with your 12-month cash flow projections because having been a banker, I know that when you bring in the real number crunchers, they're going to be looking at mitigating risk. And a lot of times as an entrepreneur, you need to embrace your risk. And so by knowing your numbers, you can see what risks you can take that are going to work for you. You can see so many possibilities, but more important, you're going to be having success financially because you haven't put your head in the stand or you know, many entrepreneurs are like, I don't want to know. <laughs> you have to just get your courage up and know your numbers, whether yourself or with a really good bookkeeper or accountant. And you know, I want to I want to back up just a little bit here, and let's talk about. And, and I know this wasn't this is kind of off the cuff here, but let's talk really quickly about the difference between a a business owner or a small business and an entrepreneur. And the reason why I'm thinking about this is because I I know different people define this differently. But for me personally, where I am now, I came into the revelation that I am no longer just a business owner, but that I am an entrepreneur. I'm do I'm building my business for the purpose of scaling it, for the purpose of growth, for the purpose of staff and it wasn't until I made that leap from doing it all myself to having staff that I realized that cash flow really is important. I mean beforehand it was I was my own money. I mean everything I made was me but now that I have staff and I've got to figure out other tasks and overheads and cash flow all of a sudden becomes more important. So before I ramble on, talk when, at what point do we have to really start to, to ask ourselves about cash flow and when, when does this accounting become important? Well, I think from day one, I think you have to have a 12-month projection from day one. You need to know what your revenue streams are. You need to know what your fixed and variable expenses are so that you know each month what you need to create. Having intention when you go in is important. But to answer your question about an entrepreneur versus a solopreneur or a business owner, I like Seth Godin's definition of an entrepreneur. And that is someone who holds the vision and the space for the business and lets the others do the work. Leads in whatever way, manages, compels, but what you're doing, Jason, yes, you're, you're, you're touching everything still and that's wonderful, but you have delegated a lot and you're looking for your business to scale and you are out there as the visionary leading your business forward into greatness, into seven digit, eight digit income. <laughs> keep going, keep going. <laughs> I got seven 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 here eight 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 nine nine right okay so um you know what I think about too and I think there's a lot of our listeners are in that place where they start to hear words like projections and twelve months and cash flow and some of these more business terminologies that uh, I personally you know only came into in the last year or so to understanding and still frankly you know when it comes to accounting and and stuff I, I'm my head's like explodes. So we hear words like this, and I'm, what I want to be able to try to connect these dots is to the small business owner, um, and we're talking projection and cash flow, G give them something to give them a little piece about how these words don't have to be so intimidating and terrifying, but yet they are important. Oh, absolutely, and I hold my clients' hands when we go through it. We customize their 12-month cash flow projection for their business and it's filled with one these wonderful what if moments so you can say I want to make 10,000 a month okay so you need to know does that mean I need to sell so many books so many programs meet with so many clients or you know so many widgets you can look at the well what gives me break even here are my overhead costs so if I sell this many widgets I am going to be at break even and after that ooh 
it's that pure profit that we all love is so delicious once you know that it becomes a game you know accounting at the end of the day is like the lemonade stand at the end of the driveway it really is you've got product money coming in money going out and it's just understanding how that happens so for me when I work with someone I make it a game because they've already been tracking their numbers I just input those numbers and we make it fun but it also has that serious side to it because what it's enlightening when you know where the point is that you start making money and it helps drive you to in your marketing strategy and in your sales which we will talk about later yeah I want to ask everybody on the call right now go ahead and type into the comment stream or if you're listening to us on YouTube or, or active over on Twitter tell me right now are you do you consider yourself an entrepreneur are you a small business owner are you just getting started out and you want to just be your own boss maybe you've just created a job for yourself tell me a little bit about about you in the comment stream to the side if you would please that'll help us as we move through the way that we tailor the questions in the discussion through the next 20 minutes number three consistency oh my gosh this is absolutely key in everything that you do from your brand promise to how you deliver your products and services to your social media strategy and if you want to see a brilliant example of consistency then you watch our host today Jason T. Weiser. He is brilliant at consistency. Even if he can't be consistent, he's going to tell you he's not going to be there for you. He is consistent in communicating. He's consistent in everything he does. Look at how you are communicating and your marketing strategy and how you deliver. Please, 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 all budding entrepreneurs, be consistent. Set your day. Get your calendar marked for what you're going to do every single day that provides consistency because that builds trust well I could and I'm gonna get a share with uh, some of our listeners some of my numbers or at least some some case study myself on that point I went for a while there without sending out a newsletter many of you may not have seen a newsletter from me and I see the open rates plummet and it takes me I need to be sending those out on a regular basis for people to be you know to be trained to understand that's another topic for another time but the point is consistency our readers come to expect and know that that those emails are going to be set out uh, the other thing consistency social media I took about uh, three months off social media while I launched wiser sites and I tell you I saw a hit I hate to say it but I saw a hit on my personal stream my engagement levels are very low now and I'm struggling if you will and I've never struggled with social media before I've always loved it had great time engagement was really high on my list but what I learned from this lesson from taking these three months off my business exploded now I have an automated machine now I have a business and but my social media suffered so what I was doing is I was spending all this time on social media and not enough time building a business or building a brand or building so we go back to point number one build your brand know what it is and then promote that brand and I think many of us that are on this call we're guilty of that at one point or another where you may have a massive social media following you may know how which buttons to push and how to monetize this and that consistency yeah I, I really I really felt a hit on that Andy yeah I just find consistency especially when you're starting your business it's part of building the trust and the awareness and people see that you're there day after day giving the same information you're always going to be using and you see this with Jason he uses his tonality everything is about his brand promise and how he delivers so that's why every day whatever you write and whatever you put out especially in social media it has to be what 
you are promising people emotionally everything and you will see over the months how much this pays off for you you don't have to be on social media 24 7 you don't have to be marketing all the time it's just being consistent and when you do and your messages and your engagement and, and I want to come back on consistency too. It's not just talking about having a content calendar. It's not just talking about making sure you're doing two posts a day on social media. It's 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 about being, um, for example, when I sh start my show, I start the show almost the, identically the same way. About halfway through the show, I let people know, like right now, we're at the 15-minute mark, so I want to let everybody know you're listening to On Track Tips, uh, helping you get on track and stay on track with your small business, one expert at a time, and our expert is Andy Lyons. And we're talking about seven business strategies for budding entrepreneurs. Now, I do this consistently every show, even though people have even, and, and that my call to action on my on-track tips, head on over to on-track tips, look for the big red button. Now, I do this all the time. People have come to joke about this. I, I see other, other people commenting, oh, I don't have a big red button or whatever. That's some power of branding because of the consistency in that. And I thought myself, maybe I'm pushing it too hard. Maybe people are going to get irritated with hearing this all the time or bored with it, but then I had two revelations. One, it's really impressing it into their minds and people are getting comfortable with my brand. And number two is that, um, it is, is that uh, what if I have new readers and new followers that have never heard that call to action before? I need to make that available to everybody. So I assume that the people that have heard it before are okay with it and they have fun with it, and the person, people that have never heard it before can now embrace and, and interact with that. Any thoughts? Oh, I think it's wonderful. I think it's absolutely key, and I think that your consistency in bringing quality, clear, concise content is phenomenal, Jason. I think everybody can use you as an example because this content doesn't just disappear after you hit end broadcast. It's here for years. So it's so important that whatever you create, it be meaningful. Absolutely. So let's talk about how we want to identify, number four, yeah. identify and understand your ideal clients and your customers. Right. And this time, sometimes you have to do a little internal work around this. And I know you've heard this a lot of times and you've heard the phrase ideal. But think about who you're working with and who are the one, folks that you're having the best time with if you're service providers or who are the folks that consistently buy your product, where are they hanging out, and then find out how to reach them, how to engage with them. It's amazing how much easier your life can be when you know who this person is, what is the demographic, but also the psychographic. How do they think? How do they feel? Where are they? And I just think it's so important just to take time in the beginning and understand this and as you grow you'll get more information and maybe you're going to fine-tune it as you go along but just take a little time to understand this very important component for your business and what I love about this point Andy and I've seen you talk about this before and uh, I don't remember exactly where but just cut me off when you're when you when when I spark a, a reminder but uh, bringing number one and number four together. Number one, you said talk about your brand promise. Number four, identify your ideal client. And so the the what I had heard you said uh, before was, you know, in order to in order to find your ideal client, you understand what your brand promise is. So you find the client that that promise is going to be appropriate for, and connect those two dots together. And now all of a sudden, you've got a powerful. Uh, business. You're not going outside of your niche. You're not. Well, you take over from there. You know what I'm talking yeah, about, right? Yeah, you're not going outside your niche. You're not chasing one shiny object after another. You're very clear. And when you do research, you're researching your 
folks. And this isn't about having a popularity contest. It's not about working with people who don't like you, okay? It's working with people who love you, who love your product. They resonate with you. Everybody else is just people that aren't your ideal client or customer. It just really makes the life of an entrepreneur so much easier. Well, and we talked about this with Ephot Cohen uh, last week or the week before, two weeks ago, I guess, hashtags and the power of being able to use these search to be able to find your ideal clients. And when you start, you know, when you go and you talk to the people that are looking for your products and services, it's so easy to be able to sell, if you will, to those people that are looking for what you have to sell. And it's considerably harder for you to you know, try to gen just sit here and, you know, I have my HOA and I just hope that whoever shows up, there's some people that come to HOAs because they want to just be a part of an HOA. They like this environment. They like this tool. They like the, 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 the feed. They're my friends. They're my coworkers, you know, but they're not really my clients, but that's okay. So I need to go beyond just putting up an HOA show. I need to leverage hashtags. I need to look for people that are in my niche, right? My ideal right. client. I need to be able to understand them. And then yeah. one step further, right? Pull them. Yeah. If you're going to spend any time doing anything, spend time researching where they are and engage with them. Don't say, oh, look at my product. Say, hey, who are you? How are you? What's going on? You know, Watch what they're talking about and hop into the stream and chat with them. Andy, how often do you, when you see people, how often do you like po open up their profile and then go to their website, look at their about page? You know, I do oh. it all the time. Whenever oh. anybody comes to my site, I tell you what, that's you came here. That's step one. I'm looking. And I want to thank Betsy out there. Thank you, doll, for coming by AndyLyons.com. I'm so grateful to you. I do that. You know what I do on social media? I vet everyone I follow. I know that's time-consuming, and I know it keeps my numbers low, but it keeps my engagement really high. It's folks that you know who are into the space, not just my ideal clients, of course, but folks who are about contributing and engaging, and not just about increasing their numbers. And yeah, go check out websites, go see what people are doing, comment on their blog posts, comment on their articles on Huffington Post or New York Times, Wall Street Journal, wherever they're hanging. Show them the love. Andy, I love that you said that. I mean, absolutely. It's not about numbers. It's about engagement. It's about going and finding out, vetting your clients, and it does take a terrible amount of time, right? Yeah. I mean, it takes a lot, a lot of work, and people want the quick, quick, you know, here, let me, let me, you know, buy the next product to help me generate large numbers and circle strategies and following this and that's and, and generating likes on Facebook. I get that question all the time. What do you struggle with? I need more likes on Facebook. Well, you want more likes? Go like some people, right. you know? Right. And Go we'll check talk, out the people. Yeah, we'll talk about more of that in, in strategy number six for sure. Oh, good. So then let's 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 uh, you want you want to go to six or you want to just uh, do but number five first? I think number five is something people really need to hear. Let's hear you it. You need to tr invest in your business. You really need to treat your business just like Coke, IBM, Apple, folks like that do, and that means you need to have a budget to invest. And hey, things that you invest in are not always going to work out. I was a corporate lender for three years, lots of companies invested lots of money that didn't work out and there's a section on the balance sheet for that called opportunity cost and it's an asset and it gets written off. It's okay. You need to think like a business, not like you know a mom and a dad or a, a gal running your household expenses. Business need Businesses need you to invest in the business and in yourself 
And of course, I really firmly believe every entrepreneur needs support, needs a good coach, whether that's business, life, whatever you want to bring in, but have someone who is supporting you, but also helping you grow and helping you expand and reach your full potential. That's the most important part of your entrepreneurial journey is that you have the, the ability now as an entrepreneur to have full expression in life. That's what serving the world and sharing your gifts gifts with the world is all about. And so having someone help you stay at the top of your game, just like Tiger Woods would or any of the basketball or actors, you need to do that too. And you need to invest and try different products, try different programs, try different things. And if they don't work out, oh well. Okay, good information. You learn from it to fine tune or got the right contrast so that you can find a product or service that will do better with your ideal customer or client. I love that. Invest in your business. Uh, two things that I, two of my rules. One, never let anybody work for your company for free. Don't let them volunteer. Volunteers you can't control, you can't have expectations. Two, pay for professionals. Pay for a professional coach like Andy Lyons to get your business on the right road. Pay for professional developers if you're in the website space. Don't try to go cheap. Don't let Fiverr be your go-to source for your business. There is some, I mean, there's some reasons for where Fiverr works, yes, but don't let that be your business model. Let's jump over to number six. We're running low on time. Well, you know, my favorite thing is about embracing sales and marketing. I know so many entrepreneurs are like, I really love what I do and I hate the sales and marketing, but the fact is, build it and they will come only happens in the movies, okay? You have to bring people in and the way you do that is through today we have what we call inbound marketing. We have ways to bring people in to our sphere and get them engaged in what we're doing and reach them and sell our products too. So you need to find out what works best for you. So if you're really having a hard time with marketing and sales, the first thing is to do is Find a way to shift your perception around it. They're your friends, and just like fear and doubt, you got to give them a big hug, and you got to let them speak because they're so important to your business. So don't push them away. Let them have a voice. Bring them in, and perhaps word of mouth is really what you're more comfortable with. Then wow, offer a referral program. My friend Cherie Valentine, I mean $50 gift certificate for anybody who refers a new client to her. I think that's amazing. Look what the realtors do and, and financial advisors do to bring in new clients. That might be a better fit for you in your sales and marketing than perhaps what you know a lot of the blueprint sales and marketing things that were thrown that are thrown at us to nowadays can be so hard and so hard to embrace. Do what's right for you, but don't stop marketing. And that means you got to be a professional. That means you've got to have your sound bites, your quotes, your pieces of information always ready to go. And as Jason said, don't use Fiverr except for those one or two times that you might need to, but get the professionals doing some great graphics for you and make them go to work for you. Yeah, absolutely. Number seven. Ah, uh, number seven, my favorite. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable, folks. Wah, wah, wah. It, it the, it's part of the entrepreneurial journey. It everything is new. You've got new website, new products, new customers, new everything, new social media platforms. How many of you just go, oh no, another platform to learn? <laughs> There's so much new, but it's so important. And risk is part of the journey, which is why I was a terrible banker. Um, I love risk. And Here's an example of why risk in your business is so important. I started a podcast over two years ago on Blog Talk Radio, or before initially 
with a producer on a platform where they held my hand. I was terrified to do this. I knew I had to, part of my marketing campaign. And really for the first year, I was frightened every time I started. <laughs> but what I uncovered was a zone of genius I had no idea I had, which was I'm an amazing interviewer. Who knew? I, if I hadn't taken the risk of launching a podcast, I never would have found this about myself. So yeah, risk absolutely. is good. Get uncomfortable. Lift that uncomfortable muscle. You can do it. Absolutely fantastic. List of seven items here. I want to go to the audiences. We've got just a few more minutes left. And we're going to start off from the comments from the top of the show. We had uh, Carmen Mandris. She said, Brand Promise. I love it. I've never heard of that one before. That's good. I'm glad that you got some takeaway there. Dave Moore. Everybody loves Dave Moore. Your bottom line could be your end of the line if you are not careful. Great sound bite. Hey, let's tweet that, guys. That's that's a great one. Thanks, Dave. Um, let's, let's see what... Uh, at this point, Cash at Prescott says at this point, she says, I'm a small business owner. And then we've got an entrepreneur, uh, Janine, when asked the question, what are you? Janine, she's a entrepreneur, 2.5 years in owning her own business. Congratulations, Janine. We'll look forward to meeting you. And I'll definitely be visiting your blog, your website, and checking you out. You can expect to see me over there. Um, Keith, the brother to consistency is persistency. And I don't know if you spelled it right or not because I'm a terrible speller. And everybody... We all love Mia Voss. Woohoo! Andy Lyons. She's stopping in to say hi. Thanks for featuring one of your favorites. We love Mia Voss. Check out her show on Fridays, uh, the Mia Connect. Uh, Dave Moore again was asking a question, wondering, Andy, your thoughts on being a face of the company or the name of the company, is that an issue? It can make selling the business at a later time difficult, I would think. Any thoughts? And we're going to make this the last question uh, of the show. Andy? Uh I feel very strongly that your business needs to be able to stand alone. It really does. It has to have its own legs, its own feet. Sure, I you know, can bring my in deliciousness to everything, but at the end of the day, I am replaceable in certain areas. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's it depends on what you want out of your business right now, but your business really needs to be able to have an exit strategy where someone could purchase it. And, yeah, they may need to keep you along as the face, and the charming and delightful voice of the company, and you'll work out that deal with that buyer at the end. Nice. But uh, it's all about your business staying on its own two feet. Absolutely. And we told you guys that we're going to have a, a and delicious offer for you, speaking about sales and marketing, and Andy's doing a great job. Uh, today she's going to open up an opportunity for you who are here, for the OnTrack Tips audience, and here it is. She's going to give you 50% off her 30-minute Ask Andy CEO chat. Now you need to head on over to her website to see the value of this offer. And she's only going to give it to the first 10 folks, and you got to call her by Thursday, the 24th, at 1 p.m. This is firm. This is an incredible offer. And you can better believe that I'm probably going to be number one on my way over there talking to Andy to hear about taking advantage of her CEO chat. And you can find that offer where, Andy? AndyLyons.com, A-N-D-E-L-Y-O-N-S.com. Andy Lyons, today on Get On Track, Stay On Track, and we're helping your small business one expert at a time. So grateful that the delightful, the delicious, the delectable, and the, I, I, what's that song by Delight? I love that song, and I always think of you when I hear that song. Anyway, Andy Lyons, On Track Tips, helping your small business one expert at a time. Today's expert was Andy Lyons. Head on over to andylyons.com. Saying goodbye to our expert for today, and thank you. We'll see you with a great big mwah. Mwah. <laughs>